but um it it's really it's kept me youthful it's it's definitely brought me back to that that point where i'm able to see the beauty and look through a child's eyes look through my child eyes at anything at anything i look at plants i look at a leaf on a tree totally different because i understand that that leaf has a purpose within the grand scheme of things and we all do we're all leaves kind of blowing in this universal wind so as long as we know that our purpose um means something that we that we mean something Mm -hmm. we matter outside of mattering for a corporation or mattering for um the guy that provides the the money for food and yada yada like there's more to life than that Welcome to the Blitz Seekers Podcast. Our podcast is intended to inspire people to discover their true purpose and follow their bliss. We're on every major platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Please make sure you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast and please enjoy the show. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we have a very special guest. Uh, He's been an avid forager and purveyor of plant medicine for 20 plus years now. He has turned his passion into a safe space for the community to heal and find themselves while simultaneously connecting with other like-minded people to create the ripple effect of self-knowledge, self-healing, and oneness with everything in our world. He's the founder of Shumi Walkabouts. Welcome to the podcast, Tony Alvarez. Thank you so much for having Welcome, me. Welcome, Tony. Yay! Thank you for so being much. here. Man, it's good to have you. Uh, Thank I've, you. I've heard a lot of good things about you, and Thank now you. just meeting you and feeling your energy, I'm excited for this podcast, right? I love it. I yeah, love it. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, so... Um, I always like to, you know, start our podcast with kind of getting to know the person because sure. I feel like when they get to know your story, where mm-hmm. you come from, they kind of get to connect with you a little bit better. So, uh, why don't you take us back? You know, um, how you grew up, like your family, sure. stuff like that. Okay, well, um, I grew up in a, a pretty rough neighborhood here in San Jose. Um, I was always kind of the odd kid out because I was always really trying to find my spirituality through different books and reading. Um, got a lot of. Uh, requests to be jumped into gangs and yeah. so on and so on but I, fa- I always found my my true um my true center whenever i was hiking in the woods whenever i was doing anything in nature and i got that love from one of my uncles okay so yeah so that's just how i i was able to really walk into my power when i was young and then it proceeded into my later years so how old were you when you started like your passion for hiking yeah I'd say 14. 14? Okay, so yeah. like a teenager. Yeah. Yeah, and where where'd you go hiking at usually? All around the Santa Cruz Hills. Okay. Um, on the east side, you know, yeah. Eagle, Eagle Rock, yeah. you know, Allen Rock, Allen Rock Park. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So lots of local spots, and I, I'm very familiar with a lot of these hills and a lot of these trails, so it yeah. put me in a good spot to do what I do now. Yeah. What I love about the Bay Area, and maybe you can agree, is like, you know, we live in the Silicon Valley. It's mm-hmm. high tech. It's busy. But if you just drive 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes right outside this little area, like Los Gatos Mountains, Santa Cruz Mountains, like you said, even Alum Rock, yes. you almost feel like you entered like a different world. Totally different world. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's that's the beauty of the Bay Area. Yeah. You know, that's why I haven't left. Yeah. <laughs> Expensive as it is. It right? is yeah. We pay to play, man. Yeah. The, they pay the premium, right? That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You get the city life too city life and you can go out in the mountains yes not that far. yes best of both worlds mm-hmm. for yeah. sure yeah and and um so talk about your upbringing a little bit like do you have a big family so i'm uh, one of three children okay. my mother had two daughters and then me so i'm the baby the baby uh, right. i'm the only boy okay. so yeah so so i was a little spoiled when i was okay. young <laughs> it is what it is you know the prince in yeah. the house yeah of course but um you know i i did have a lot of trauma coming up uh, okay. you know a lot due to outside you know, influences and, and being in nature really helped me, mm-hmm. um, deal with that. Okay. And, and I was alone a lot really okay. when I was young, I was alone a lot. So that allowed me the time and space to really find myself. Yeah. So why were you alone a lot? Was it cause you were the boy and you had older sisters or there was a really, uh, really abusive person in my family. Uh, yeah. Okay. My mother's boyfriend was really abusive. Okay. So it just, I just couldn't be home a lot, uh, you know. And a lot of times I was kind of ousted because of his wants and uh, needs, you know. Like so, so I was just yeah, I was the other male in the, yeah. in the mix. So he's like, "Oh, there's only one alpha." Wow. So it was like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So then you started to find your your kind of peace, your 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 safe place in nature. 
Correct. Yeah. Correct. Do you remember your first hike at all ever? I do. Okay. I do. Talk about That's that. That's when I was five years old. Oh, wow. With my uncle. Okay. Who took me and 12 of my cousins wow. camping. <laughs> Guy was a trooper. Yeah. A trooper. That. And he had an old school VW Westphalia. Yeah. So he packed all the kids in the Westphalia and we went up to Big Basin and mm. we stayed right next to the river and we took a bunch of hikes. And ever since that moment, I was hooked. And me yeah. and my uncle were tight. Okay. So how did, so. Do you remember how that felt like? Five years old. The feeling was mm. absolute bliss. Mm. There you go. I Follow love it. Yeah. <laughs> right? I like that. Shameless yeah. like color. Yeah. But no it, pun intended. It, yeah. <laughs> pun all intended. All intended. Yeah. 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 But um, the the feeling of being at home right. is really what I felt at that early age. I was like, this this is where I need to be. Right. Period. Yeah. Right. So I got out as much as I could and would try to you know jump into someone's car a friend yeah. a family member oh you're going to wales let's go yeah you know mm -hmm. but for a while it got really diluted and started pushing away from family mm -hmm. and started finding my own way so yeah so it was an interesting upbringing for yeah. sure but lots of lots of good came from it you know yeah. the 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 point of being alone a lot of people in the society are afraid of being alone 100 percent, yeah and i'm not that's good I'm not, you know, I was alone for a long time and there was a point where I was, but after stepping into a lot of plant medicines, that, that fear is completely gone. Yeah. Where do you think that comes from, from people being afraid to be alone? Cause I mean, I can be honest, like I'm kind of like that. I don't know if it's afraid, but I just don't like going anywhere by myself. Like mm. even the movies, you know, I know a lot of people right. like go to the movies by themselves, mm. but maybe it's, I don't know what it is, but I, I feel like, oh, like total loser. Like everyone's looking at you, you're by yourself, but that's probably not the right way to look at it right well i mean the societal norms kind of kind of dictate that to, to us you know yeah. this is this is the outside the norm you know you got to have someone holding your hand when you're doing everything and, mm -hmm. and that's really a misstep if somebody's trying to find themselves you okay. know yeah. you can't find you if you have outside influences constantly dictating what you're thinking right. what you're doing what you're saying how you're saying it what you're wearing i mean all the list just goes on and on right so um and, and again, I had a lot of that coming up. You know, I had a lot of gang member friends. I, I did a lot of things that I shouldn't yeah. have when I was young. But mm -hmm. just trying I moved, to fit in all of us. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I was able, I was lucky enough to move through that un, fairly unscathed. And blessed. Super blessed. Yeah. Super blessed beyond words. Mm -hmm. And those blessings have brought me to the point where I'm at now. Yeah. They brought me here. Yeah. I can relate with a lot of what you're saying because I remember, you know, Hispanic families, Camping is like the big thing. Right? Yeah, for sure. That's like vacation, sure. right? You know what Absolutely. I mean? yeah. We're not paying for the hotel. Yeah, no. no. Tent. Yeah. Put it up. So I remember like all the uncles, all the aunts, yeah. just like big mob of people camping, you know what mm. I mean? And the water. But I never I never had that feeling of connection to nature, kind of like you did. Mm. What do you think that what do you think that came from? Do you think somehow like your purpose and mission has always been to to be with nature or was it because you were kind of forced to be alone? What do you think that was that, that came from? If I can be candid, go ahead. I mean, let's, let's let's do it. Yeah. <clears throat> I think some of it stems from past lives. Okay. hundred mm. um, percent. Yeah, I agree. I also think that a lot of it comes from my willingness to be open uh, to the universe. Yeah. Really. Mm -hmm. um, allowing myself to be still when you're still, you get to see everything. You know, if you, it's like an analogy, right? One of my elders told me, if you have, if you have these things in your life and you hold on to them so tightly, you're not able to see anything but that one thing that you're holding so tightly. Mm -hmm. But if you let go of that thing and all these other things that you hold so dear, where are your arms now? They're open. You're mm -hmm. wide open. Mm -hmm. You're wide open for to receive anything and mm -hmm. everything from the universe. Yeah, it literally falls at your feet. Okay, and I'm I'm proof of that. So, so you're saying mm -hmm. that people need to kind of just let go. Yes. Yeah. That, Absolutely. Like the saying, "This is let go and let God." Maybe let go and let Mother Nature. Yes. Well, God is Mother Nature. Oh, God is yeah. God is everything. Yeah. That's yeah. just that's just a coined term for what it is at the source of who we are. Yeah you know yeah that's yeah true. well i remember my first ceremony i i grew up not connected to nature mm. and on my first ceremony i was completely connected i mean hotham talks about it a lot like yeah rolling around the dirt 
I was like going, like picking up the sands, like, oh my God, it feels so good. I just rub it on my face, my skin. <laughs> she was one with the earth. I <laughs> love it. I was yeah. there. You, you were? I was there. September? Okay. Yes. And she was so in. I was, I, <laughs> I cried. I'm not going to lie. I, I was awesome. watching you. Yeah. I got really emotional because wow. it reminded me of my first time taking oh ayahuasca and, and letting go of all these, these societal mm-hmm. norms, you know? Who are we to call dirt dirty? Right. Yeah. We're the dirty ones. We're the dirty ones at the dirt. (laughs) (laughs) And I I, I was so in love, like so in love with nature ever since Mm -hmm. that happened. So yeah, beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, you look like a zombie that just crawled out of the... (laughs) I was like, yes, she did it. She did it. I wish you saw that. Yeah, that would have been been cool. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys mentioned something like nature. Um, We always talk about like, I think and you can add to this, I think a lot of the problems that people have nowadays because we're so disconnected. Mm-hmm. Like, compl- it's funny, we're so connected through mm-hmm. technology. Right. However, we're disconnected at, at the core of our being as, as as human beings and as spiritual beings and as nature, right? Yeah. So w- what's your view on that disconnect, right? So that disconnect, um, it comes from, oh, there's... There's so many sources of disconnection. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. One thing that I I talk to people, this this is like an analogy that I give people is, you know, Las Vegas, okay? They have, what they do in Las Vegas is scientific. Mm-hmm. When you walk into any casino, oh, right, right. there's loud music, mm-hmm. there's flashing lights, there's half-naked women, right. there's alcohol, mm-hmm. and there's money. So these things are put there to discombobulate you and keep you confused so that you're easily malleable, which means you're moldable Mm. to any and every suggestion that they give you. Wow. I never thought of it like that. And that is what we live in society Mm -hmm. that we live in now. It's everything. It's the, it's the drinks that we drink. Mm -hmm. It's the shoes that we wear. It's the clothes that we wear, the brands that we choose to uh, identify ourselves Mm -hmm. with. These are things that people have implanted in our head and we've acted and we act like they're ours. Right. They're never yours. Right. They're never yours. They never were. Yeah. So I think that disconnection comes from a lot of that. And it also comes from the divide and conquer mentality within this society. I mean, we're looking at it now. Mm. Divide and conquer is currently at a finite level. Right. It's all the way down to family members, brothers and sisters at each other's throats about what political party they voted for or who drinks Coke and who drinks Pepsi and Niners, Raiders. I mean, it's crazy. That's so true. It's crazy. So they've created this very well to keep us ignorant Mm -hmm. and away from each other. Right. And especially now. Yeah. So you mentioned division. Like, you know, I've been around 43 years. You're around Mm -hmm. the same age as me. I've never seen this much division in the world in my life, especially the United States. Right. Right. Like, the United States gets it wrong sometimes, but somehow, right. some way, the the democracy, the unity, we always come together, right? right. Now it seems like that's not happening, right? No. It seems like it's it's just starting, which is kind of scary, right? Mm. Like I don't like to get political, but Trump, I don't either. But Trump is basically saying, "Okay, I lost, but we're just getting started." Like mm-hmm. basically this movement's just getting started, which is, right. that's how many, many like dictators and all that kind of stuff happen. Absolutely. You know, I always thought like, you know, re- you could say what you want about the United States, but to me, it's always the greatest com- country in the world. Um, I agree. Uh, you know, being look at things that happen like in Venezuela and like, you mm-hmm. know, some Middle Eastern countries, that's when dictators actually take over. You right. have warlords and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So far for almost 250 plus years, this country has been able to avoid that. Right. But now it's crazy. Like like you said, the division is deep and it goes within family. And I see it in my own family, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I try to always take the, the higher road because I am I feel like I'm somewhat woke. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I also understand that I'm not going to win with someone who's convinced and it's their truth. Mm-hmm. So yes. I'd rather choose my family being united and happy than... Well, you're wrong and I'm right and exactly. I believe this and you're stupid and you know you're brainwashed and all that kind of stuff you know right. I'd rather just be like well it doesn't matter right you know what I mean mm-hmm. family's most more important but I you, love you and that doesn't change yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but you made a huge point though because it's it's deep now you know what I mean mm-hmm. like even cell phones 
They're like, droid and Apple people don't even like dude, each other. <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I get shit about having a Samsung. I'm like, dude, relax. <laughs> yeah. It's not your phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one dealing with it. Don't like worry that, about right? it. You're good. Yeah, you don't have to deal with it. Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah thank you guys for mentioning that because I, I came here when I was 10 years old mm. from the Philippines. And in a way, I'm just like, wow, America's like this. And I'm also growing in, in this in this country. And this is my home. Yeah. Mm. But now it's like almost like so uncomfortable, like what's going on everything that's going on like what i do like you know i i want to know the facts you know i want to be an observer at the same time i can't believe this is happening i thought philippines was worse you know i mean it has its own issues too but like holy crap now in my home country here it's like this is happening so and that's that's why it's so important for us to create these communities yeah like streaming walkabouts like when i'm fostering you know these communities can change this paradigm us coming together as as us coming together knowing that we're significant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that we have purpose is everything yeah it's everything so historically mm-hmm. there's been healers there's been plant medicine people and right. they've just never been able to flourish for some reasons they get you know whacked off some mm-hmm. some reasons they get quieted um I I've talked to a lot of people and it's a new age. They say we exited the Aquarian age or we're entering the Aquarian age. Which one is it? Entering. We're entering, entering. the Aquarian age. Mm-hmm. Okay. My, my apologies. So we're entering the Aquarian age, which I believe it's an age of change. Yes. Okay. So do you think because we are entering the Aquarian age that this movement of self healing of spirituality of self discovery of uh, plant, you know, herbal medicinal healing, Stuff that's basically been around for thousands of years. Right. Do you think we're kind of going towards that, and it would it, it's gonna it's gonna win, or do you think it's still gonna be a fight? Um, I think this has been building. Okay. For a few years, mm-hmm. um, the the powers that be have have definitely put their mark on, you know how they can. This is a controlled substance. This mm-hmm. is this and this. But but hold on, let's get you on some opiates. You know. Yeah. You got an injury. Let's give you a 90 day supply, even though it only takes 30 days to yeah. get an addiction to an yep. opiate. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of people that are coming to my walkabouts mm-hmm. and just in general, people that I've met in passing that I would never, you know, when you see somebody dressed a certain way or you see them have a certain type of car, it's, it's the society we live in. You start assuming right mm-hmm. about who people are just yeah. based on their or clothes they're successful exactly right? yeah. exactly or they're not right 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 but i've met some people that i assumed were a little uptight and whatever mm-hmm. who have taught me things that's awesome you know and i was open to all of it and and they allowed me to teach them things so yeah. this paradigm is really really changing the people that that used to subscribe to that old thought process mm-hmm. They're no longer with it. Yeah. They're done with it. Yeah. They're done with it. And I truly hope that that is happening because, you know. So do I. Um, uh, I've always been a spiritual person, you know. Mm. Um, my father came from Mexico. Mm. So I don't know why, but he hated religion. <laughs> so he always mm. taught me, like, don't be religious. Don't be brainwashed. Like, use your own uh, freedom of thought. Yeah. Um, and nothing wrong with religious people or religion. Like, right. Don't get me wrong. If you're religious, uh, more power to you. But I just, I never felt like that was my thing, you know? Right. Um, and I've had an out-of-body experience in a church. So wow. that's what kind of taught me at a very young age that we are spiritual, you know? Absolutely. Like, um, but I, I, I guess I attach it to religion for a little while because it happened in a Christian church, you know? Right. You know, I was raised Catholic. Again, if you're Catholic, nothing against Catholics, right? But I never felt connected. Mm. I felt like it was ritualistic. I didn't understand half of what they were saying. Mm. And uh, so I just kind of went through the motions. I got my first communion, all that good stuff. You know, mm-hmm. all yes, the good things a, a little Latino boy should do. Yes, indeed. Wearing a little white right? suit and all <laughs> yeah. that. You know, you know, penguin tails. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly, yeah. right? Uh, but then I just kind of let that go by the wayside. And then like, you know, around 2000, some, some bad stuff happened in my life and I was in a bad place and I kind of got directed towards a Christian church. Right. Mm. And, um, at first I was kind of mad cause I got tricked. Right. Mm. But then the praise and worship, the songs, 
mm. it kind of connected and resonated with me because right. I was like, wow, like if I'm going to be like religious, mm. this seems more like what I could attach myself to because it was, it felt warm. You could just feel the energy. Absolutely. Right? Um, but it was, uh, it was, it's actually cathedral, a cathedral of faith here in San Jose, right? But this was 2000. So we're talking about 20 years ago now. Yes, mm. I'm that old, right? <laughs> uh, and, um, it was a college age group, so kind of like a community, like you're mm. talking about, like Shumi Walkabouts, like, you know, different communities, right? right? So I felt like connected. Everybody was cool. So I started going to church like four freaking days a week. I was the guy that went from the club four days a week to church four days a week, right? Going hard. I love going it. Going hard. Like, going hard or going yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all in or nothing, right? Yeah. Uh, so long story short, because it's about, not about me, but... Um, I, I, it was one where they would fall and be slain in the spirit. Do you know what that is? Yes. Yeah. So it used to scare me. Do you know what slain I, in the spirit is? I think is? I've seen that on You know, like TV. they show the videos of like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crying all that. It used to freak me out. I was like, what the heck is going on? Are they possessed or something, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but then I said, okay, God, if you're real, if this is real, I want to feel it, right? Mm. So uh, I'm literally just praying like this and i'm like i want to pray for this i want to pray for that but i just got out of a long relationship and it was like a really bad breakup and i you know what i just forgave my ex mm. i figured i forgave her the minute i forgave her i i collapsed and i started to wail like it was a purge mm-hmm. right absolutely and uh and then I was very prideful in the beginning because I because I popped out. I could see the whole room. I was like floating and watching myself on the ground. Mm. And I was like, Isaac, get up. You don't cry in front of anybody. You're you're too cool. You're too strong for that. Mm. And they went from pride to gratitude instantly. And I just kept saying, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I said it like a thousand times and I woke up. It probably I was probably out for like, I don't know, thirty seconds. Mm. And my best friend was right next to me and he's like looking at me. He's like, Are you okay? I'm like yeah, he's like, I'm like, why? I didn't know what happened. He's like, you just fell and started crying. I'm like, really? And I was drunk in the spirit after that. Because like, mm-hmm. I, was, I was like, literally, yes. it was like I was drunk, right? Mm-hmm. And for five years after that, I had inner peace. And everything was good in my life. So mm-hmm. my point to that whole long story is, that day I realized that we are spiritual beings. Absolutely. Because what the heck happened? I don't know what happened. Like, But mm-hmm. I was floating and I could mm-hmm. see everything and I was not in my body. Right. My body was emptying, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, yeah, just just that, just my point. Like, I understand that we are spiritual. We're having a human experience. Yes. And for some reason, maybe not for some reason, I know why. It's just powers that be have caused us to all be disconnected, right? Exactly. Yeah, so... Let's talk about uh, nature and hiking real quick before, because I want to I want to see the transition how you got to Shumi sure. Walkabouts and absolutely, all that, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and by the way, so talk about your teenage hiking years. What was that like? <laughs> the teenage hiking years were interesting. Okay, um, I did a lot of solo hikes. Did okay. a lot of hikes with a lot of other people too, but the solo ones are the ones that really resonated with me because I was just me and my wits. Okay, um, I've had an experience where when I wasn't experienced really about, you know, game trails yeah. and I ended up uh, putting my sleeping bag. I was by myself. Uh-huh. I was on mushrooms. Oh wow. And I laid my sleeping bag in a, in the middle of a game trail. And in the middle of the night, as I'm shrooming, staring at the stars, I hear wild pigs surround me and start sniffing around. Oh shoot. So that was like a, that was like a calming, humbling moment. Yeah. So I really just, um, I just did some deep breaths and just relaxed, let go of the fear. That's awesome. Because they would be able to feel that and mm-hmm. they would potentially attack me. So that was my first, um, instance where I was able to calm myself and really calm my heart and my spirit mm-hmm. so that I, I, nothing bad would come of this. Right. And just be love, right? And Can you explain real quick to anyone that doesn't know what game trail is, including me? Sure. So a, <laughs> so a, a like game that. trail yeah. is is basically a trail that's built um, by either wild pigs or deers and it's just like they, they run through the shrubbery and they create these trails just by them walking through mm-hmm. multiple times. So I so you were in their hood, basically. I was in their hood. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. yeah. Just like, oh, I'm going to lay right here and just <laughs> hang out until you guys come back home like Little Red Riding Hood yeah, or yeah. Goldilocks. You know what I mean? Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. So I, you know, but I learned a lot that night, you yeah. know, and that night was really eye-opening for myself as, I guess, with regard to my place in this world mm-hmm. and in this realm with yeah. nature. Yeah. You respect know? mother nature yes absolutely yeah. absolutely and i was able to like i said calm myself and really bring myself down to 
a point where I was almost communicating with these pigs like everything's fine. Wow. I'm good. That's awesome. You're good. And they just, I mean, they were literally inches away from me sniffing around in the dirt and doing their thing. And I just laid there. Wow. And they went on about their business. Did they, um, was your face out or was it hidden or like? Like <laughs> <laughs> so that's the key. Right? I, I, that. I am a sleeping bag right about here. Yeah, so it yeah, was like, it was good though, you know, mm-hmm. and and um, I didn't sleep that night. How old were you with that reasons? I was sixteen. Dang. Yeah, but I bet you it gave you extreme confidence after that. It did. It did. I was uh, I was on a whole other level after that. I didn't care about anything. I was I wasn't scared of mountain lions or anything wow. bobcats, and I've seen a lot of those. When I was walking by yeah. myself or with mm-hmm. my dog, yeah, wow. Wow. I had some really close calls. But they were. Uh, it was almost like after that time, I had like a, a like a psychic connection yeah. with all the animals mm-hmm. that I encountered. Mm-hmm. I was able to like everything's good. We're good. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm gonna mosey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. You don't mind. We're good. Uh, I'm just going this way. I'll just take yeah. my groceries <laughs> and yeah. I head that way. You know. Yeah. So it was it was the beginning of my deep connection with with nature, really, really deep. That's I love awesome. that. It, yeah. You talk about psychic abilities, right? It's yes. like you're giving, setting that intention, and like kind of like sending them that intention. Be like, yes. I love you. Yes. You know, we're good, yes. and I'm here. Come, I came, I came in peace. Right. And there's a lot of respect there, and I think yes. they can sense that. And they received you know? it. Yeah, they received yeah. it very well because they could have wild pigs. If anybody knows anything about them out there. They can be deadly. Yeah. You know, and I had a whole herd around me. Jeez. Wow. So these, yeah. yeah, these are boars. Like with, these are wild yeah. pigs. Yeah. Yes, yeah, boars. With sharp mm-hmm. teeth. Yeah. You know, that's, I'll be honest with you. That's my big thing about nature. Like, I don't know why, but I have an extreme fear of always. And maybe I watch too many of those. I shouldn't be alive shows or something. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Cujo. Yeah. And like, I, I'm like, I want to be in nature, but it's, I understand, sure. like you said, if I'm emanating fear and they smell that, it's like, oh, okay, it's a snack or something, yes. right? You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. They don't just, they don't just uh, sense it or smell it. They can feel you. Yeah. Mm. They can feel everything you're thinking and, and how you're reacting and you just got to be calm. Yeah. Right. Just got to be calm. So trust yourself. Since you've been in that situation, mm. and I know there's a lot of people that hike and you've seen encounters, what would be your best advice to anybody that would encounter a wild animal and they maybe don't have experience with it? What could you tell them so that they can be at least safer than they would be normally without the experience? So my advice for anything uh, like that happening would be to really just take some deep breaths, um, calm yourself, calm your heart, because heart rate is everything mm-hmm. when it comes to any any wild animal. That goes for if you swim in an ocean, which mm-hmm. I've done a lot. Um, you just want to calm yourself down and put out the intention that you're not there to harm these animals. Right. And just move your body accordingly. You know, mm-hmm. don't don't make any sudden moves. Um, just be easy with your walk. Um, stroll or either back out if you're mm-hmm. if you're walking into an area where you potentially could be cornered. Don't walk into that. Right. Back away. Um, but just put that intention out, and you'll be fine. Yeah. And following your intuition, I think. Your intuition sure. is everything. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, because, you know, I, I, I heard, I learned somewhere, just like dogs, right? Mm-hmm. Animals, period. They yes. cannot communicate with voice. Right. So they're all energy. Yes. Everything is energy with animals, mm-hmm. right? They can, like you said, they can feel you. Mm-hmm. They know what you're thinking. They know, because it's, that's the only way they can communicate. They can't, they can't be like, hey, what's up, buddy? What's going on with you, right? Right. You know, so that's important, you know, Very. because... Um, Hopefully, I never encounter a wild animal, <laughs> you know, because I don't know how well I'd be able to calm my heart rate. However, uh, if you do, uh, you know, it's important to know that. You yes. Know? You could save people's lives. Like, Absolutely. Literally, Absolutely. You know? And another thing, too, is we have to respect Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. You know, 100%. Human beings are the only animal that can, has power of thought, power of choice. Yes. Sorry. Not thought choice. Mm-hmm. That's what makes us superior, right? Mm-hmm. We have the power of choice and we're more than instinctual. Right. Most animals are just pure instinct, right? right? Um, however, that also gives us like that ego that we are bigger, badder, and greater than Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mother Nature farts and 100 people die. 
Pretty much. Does that make sense? Mm, Absolutely. 100%. So I think that's a good thing for people out there to know is just respect Mother Nature. Like you said, respect the animal. Let them know you're not there to hurt them. Exactly. And then I heard too that most of the time they're more afraid of us than we are of them. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They'll they'll leave before you do. Yeah. And and another thing I want to add to that is like be humble. Be humble before animals and um, Mother Nature. Absolutely. And also the elements. Mm -hmm. Fire, water rain air air dirt be mm-hmm. humble um yeah. if you guys have any experiences that you've encountered animals please comment below and share yes. your experience thank you please yeah. do yeah and also make sure you like if you like this podcast and make sure you like the like the video and subscribe and hit the notification bell because it really helps us out so yeah um you've had some encounters but it's mm-hmm. all been good yes right and uh so that was kind of in your teenage years did hiking kind of develop more as you got older because now you're actually leading people on hikes yes so yes. how did that happen so so during my 20s i had a really tumultuous 20s mm. uh it was wild I, yeah. I had to leave the state wow for <laughs> for undisclosed reasons you literally uh, hiked out of the state i, I, I hiked my ass <laughs> you the took a hike. Station yeah. got out yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um but um you know I'd say what really pushed me was um, I took a foraging class. I took a pretty intense two-day okay. foraging class about seven, eight years ago. And I had, I had always been foraging, and I know right. what the local plants and, and mushrooms are. But That's I took important. this really intense class for for two full days, and I was hooked, mm. hooked. So that was like, okay, you have all these skills that you've been you've been building over decades since you were a teenager right what are you gonna do with this so wow. what led me to where i am now was i was working a job as a manager in a radiology department i mm-hmm. won't say what massive conglomerate mm-hmm. location i was at but um it was it was not me mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. it just it just wasn't my calling and i knew it and what really set it off was my first ayahuasca journey. Mm. Beautiful. And that ended the the um, the complacency. Mm-hmm. That ended the uh, the feeling of fear. Like if I leave this job, I'm not going to be secure, and so on and so on. All these things that all of us worry about yeah. right. and spend we spend over half our lives worrying about how we're going to get food, how we're going to get this, how we're going to get that worrying Mm -hmm. and decreasing our life expectancy Mm -hmm. as latino men right our life expectancy in america is 55 damn 55 that's that's due to eating that's due to our our diet Diet alcoholism that's there's Mm -hmm. a lot of things that Mm -hmm. play a part in this hypertension is the biggest one Mm -hmm. right so i was feeling you know a lot of stress i was having bouts of I'm not, I don't know if it was angina, if you know anything about angina. Angina is like a tightness in your chest where you feel like your heart feel, starts to oh, palpitate. Okay. Yeah. Um, I started getting that, Wow. which was total against who I am as a person. I'm calm, cool, and collective. Right. Once that started happening, I was like, I got to get the F out of here because this is, this is so against yeah. who I am as a being, as a spirit even. Yeah. Mm. So I created my exit strategy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and laid everything out real nice mm-hmm. and i left there uh it'll be three years mm-hmm. in may of this year that I, that I left thank you yeah. thank you i left and i never looked back yeah by the way uh, like i said the, the purpose of this podcast is to help people find their true purpose yes they say there's two very important days in your life the day you were born and the day you find out why yes so thank you are you saying that when you took that class and you had that ex- ayahuasca experience that yes. you found your purpose in absolutely life. that's awesome absolutely yeah I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy for you man thank you brother thank I you. think everybody should be living their purpose like what else are you on this earth to do but live your purpose right well also like just be happy yes stop worrying yeah. every single day exactly and I told myself I'm gonna laugh every single day yeah. and I've been laughing every single day I love it over I love anything it. Silly. Right? anything little yeah it's it. just like just laugh and uh you know, be happy, find joy, and join anything. You're reading a book. Yes. Yeah. Sending and be, a text message to someone, you know, your mom or whatever. Right. So. Right, and I think the biggest, the biggest uh, noteworthy point of that particular um, sequence of events is being present. Oh yeah. It's being present in mm-hmm. everything that you do. 
you know, it, in my bio, I talk about arriving into each moment ceremoniously. Mm-hmm. That is something that a, a friend of mine uh, and myself really contemplated at length while we were on mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were out in the wilderness and we were hiking. We we're probably about four or five hours into our hike and mm. just being grateful and stepping into this. Okay, man, like how do we, how do we really see ourselves living? Are we living mm. or are we just scraping by? Right. Are Existing. we, yeah. Are mm. we finding our purpose or are we just working so that we can have extra stuff or that we can feel this, this, security that they right. tell us about false security by yeah the way. absolutely yeah and this pandemic made everybody wake wow. up to a very false security <laughs> a lot right? of things the other thing i want to add is start thinking about like am i the question i keep asking myself am i surviving or am i thriving yeah. yes and i'd rather be thriving because when you think of surviving i i feel in my body it's like very constricted you mm-hmm. know it's not freedom tense, to me yeah tense um uh, you start losing sleep i mean i can't what am i gonna do Mm-hmm. You're gonna do what you always do. Yeah. You're gonna be present. Yeah, and also I think the the what you were feeling was it angina? Angina. Angina. A- angina. I think it's your your body telling you like you need to get out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> get yes. out of here. Yeah. Get the, get the hell yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. You know that's a good point, Joe, because our body tells us. Mm-hmm. So yes. we're gonna talk about being vegan and vegan food and all that kind of stuff. I love it. So the reason I went vegan is because I always felt like shit, mm. even when I ate healthy. Right. right. Uh, a couple things. Um, food coma. Mm. Your body is telling you, I am overfilled, overworked, I have no energy. But yep. culturally, that was kind of like accepted. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it was like, ah, I got food coma. It's almost like a, like a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. When really, it's like, man, we're so disconnected from our own body, we're not even listening to our body when it's telling us, dude, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. I have to use all the energy in your body just to digest all the stuff right. you just ate. And you're basically killing yourself. Yep. You know what I mean? And then the other thing you mentioned, Latinos, right? So both of my grandfathers died from diabetes at a young age, at a very young age. So I, I never really got to know either of them because they were both pretty much gone by the time I was five, right? Mm. And that sparked my father to kind of be more uh, cognizant of health uh, when we were 13, they got rid of all the Twinkies, all the sweet stuff. He started cooking with olive oil, you know. Mm. So we thought we were being healthy, right, for what we knew. Right. Um, and then recently, my father went vegan without me even influencing him. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, that was powerful for me. I mean, I would have been vegan whether my parents or anybody in my family did or not because I've always been that person in the family that yeah. does everything opposite, right? <laughs> yeah. You know? Um but it, it's awesome and it helps a lot when you have at least, I mean, the parents. Like, you know, we just want our parents to be healthy and we want them to live long, healthy lives. Mm-hmm. And what a way for your pops to really lead. Yeah. yeah. My dad's awesome. always been a leader. So this is what happened. They were hiking in Mexico when they went to visit my grandmother mm-hmm. and they were out of breath. Like, they were like, they thought it was altitude, right? Then they go to the doctor and the doctor says, you guys have super high blood pressure and super high cholesterol. Mm-hmm. If you don't stop something soon, you're going to get a heart attack. And then he's, they were like about to give him all those pills. My dad literally like almost smacked the pills out of his hand and said, I'm not getting, I'm, you're not giving me no pills. Mm-hmm. I'll figure it out myself. And somehow he found the book, How Not to Die, which is like the vegan Bible, right? Yes. He read it and he goes vegan. Love it. And I told my dad, hey, I'm <laughs> vegan. He's like, so am I. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. So my parents are in their late 60s, Latino parents that, were famous for cooking like you know carne asada and you know uh, you know all the enchiladas and chicharrones pastor, like everything mm. like we used to just go to town like our yeah. family was yeah. famous for cooking mm. everybody come to our house right mm. 180 degree three months later all levels below normal love it they're healthy they're love happy it. right and I mean honestly that that's an amazing thing but I just wanted to mention that because. You know, as Latino, as anybody, Filipino, it doesn't matter. Mm. Every culture has their... So they say diseases run in families. No. Diet and lifestyle runs in families. Yes. They try, to, they try to pull that whole, it's uh, hereditary. Yeah. yeah. The diet is hereditary, no. not, not the genes. Yeah. 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 We all have the genes for something, but the diet and lifestyle trigger whatever that gene is. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so talk about your vegan journey. Like, when did it happen? Why did it happen? How did it happen? You know? Sure, sure. Um, 
It really, it, it spawned from my ayahuasca. Okay, yeah. It spawned from my ayahuasca awesome. journey. It, that was, um, during my first journey, I was able to um, process a lot of my childhood traumas, but also there was a moment where I was in the shoes of a chicken. Wow. Because my grandfather was... He he didn't give a shit about anything. Like right. you know, the city was like, you can't have goats in your backyard. Seriously. He's like, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. He had fighting cocks. Typical, he had, macho, yeah, yeah, yeah. Macho, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He did whatever he wanted. Yeah, yeah. And when I was young, I watched him kill chickens. Yeah. You know, the the head between the two nails and yeah. chop off their head. I mean, the whole it was just nuts. Yeah. And I I was traumatized by that, so I was able to literally feel what these chickens were going through and that was like oh man oh man okay yeah all right i'm done yeah you know that's a good point because nobody we're so disconnected even from, from where our, our food, food comes from mm -hmm. i i believe if everybody had to watch how that steak got on their table thank you how that piece mm -hmm. of chicken got on the, how the the bacon got on the table oh, God. i mean they probably wouldn't go vegan right away but they would definitely think, think twice. twice you know mm -hmm. what i mean it's so funny. We have a lot in common. I watched slaughtering of a bull, pigs, because my parents got married, remarried in Mexico when I was like a teenager, right? Mm. And my dad, for some reason, wanted me to see the slaughtering of all the animals. And I was like this little, probably 12 or 13, not knowing what I was going to walk into, right? Mm. And literally, they have the bull like tied up. They stab it in the heart. They pull the knife out and blood is gushing out like a fountain. Yeah. Is this a pig? The bull. This is a bull. Oh, a bull, bull. A huge bull, right? Mm -hmm. So that wasn't the worst part. So I'm already freaking out because I see this blood just gushing out of this bull and mm -hmm. the bull's like, Rrr. you can tell the bull's like, what the fuck? Like, dying, yeah. right? And then they start slaughtering the pigs and they are squealing like for... It's like, horrible. It's horrible. Like, I literally was like, get me the hell out of here. I was like, what? Why did you bring me here? Like, I was freaked out, right? Mm -hmm. But obviously, I ended up, you know, eating like normal, but... Mm -hmm. But that was also very impactful for me. You know what I mean? Mm. Maybe it was planted the seed of veganism, right? Right. Um, and uh, but yeah, I mean, I just I, I just wish like somehow there was like a little code on that steak before they buy it, and you have to actually scan it and watch a little watch a small video. video. Yeah, this is where it came from. Yeah, yeah. enjoy. Yeah, exactly. Right. Love animals. Yeah. That's um, right. I do remember when I was eight years old. Um, we were like in a jungle area in the Philippines, and. One of my cousins were getting married, so they're preparing food, and I was inside the like a hut house, whatever, and mm. there was slaughtering pigs, and I can remember it squealing for mm -hmm. like an hour or two. Yeah, and I couldn't even come out, and like I, I didn't want to see it. Mm. I just, I now I just remember that feeling in my wow. body. Yeah, is right. it crazy? It's so right. sad. It's yeah. traumatic. Yeah. Like it's yeah. very traumatic. I, I feel so much. I feel very a lot of pain. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. And I still remember that. It was like more than 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. yeah. It took like an hour, two hours. It's like squealing, crying and crying. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, when is this going to stop? Like, you know, why are they doing this? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think I ate a pig uh, that weekend. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pork yeah. that weekend. Yeah. Because yeah, of that. And yeah. And, and that's that's a, that's a kicker with, with Latinos and, and Filipinos. Mm -hmm. Pig is just... They, we eat pig like it's going out of style. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's like, do, does anybody understand that these animals are like the closest genetically to us? Yeah, out pig. of the, out of any of the domesticated they animals, pigs are smarter yeah. than dogs. Man, they use pig hearts and kidneys to transplant into humans. Wow, they that's do. Crazy. <laughs> yes, they've been doing it for years. So yeah, it's, we, we it's crazy. Sorry. You know, no, we don't digress. But you know, I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy. But not just that. Um, just think about what you're putting in your body, right? Absolutely. Like when uh, when an animal is slaughtered, it releases chemicals into the blood. Fear. Yes. Trauma. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever else is released when you're about to die. All right? that pain. Yeah, all the pain. And then we consume it. Mm -hmm. and all we, their memories. Yeah, all the memories. Well. Yeah. Because like you said, and we'll talk about that, we're all connected, right? Yes. So we're consuming death, fear, trauma, you know memories uh, mm -hmm. and they're depressed when they're raised you know yep. and um you know especially factory farming in, in this country is even the worst how the way they're treated deplorable so like 
you know, not just that. It's like if they understood not only how the food got there, but what they're putting, what we're putting in our bodies. Like, honestly, I think it would just be a whole different ball game. Absolutely. You know I mean? so Part you, of it is education. Yeah, that's number you, one. Edu- being educated and being open to it, to mm-hmm. changing your lifestyle. You know what's sad is people wait. Uh, you know, for them to get sick until they do something yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can avoid that. Or they're on their deathbed and, and they're saying, I should have, I could have, I would have. Mm-hmm. Do any of us want to? No. Do we want that on our deathbed? Do we mm-hmm. want those to be our last memories no. on this beautiful earth right. that, that it could have been avoided if mm-hmm. I would have just stopped eating animals that were slaughtered horrifically? Like, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, a, it's a pretty clear choice. Yeah, and and then so Joe's right. I mean, a lot of it's ignorance. Like they just don't mm-hmm. know. If you don't know, it's not your fault. Like you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But if you do know, and then now it's a choice, right? Well, listen exactly. to your body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen exactly. to your body yeah. first. Your headaches, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about what you you know your, what's in the kitchen. Yeah. You know, yes. l- like I said, I I you know I started changing my lifestyle because I was feeling like shit. I used mm-hmm. to like drink a lot and i'm like i I work out and i would drink over the weekend i'm like what is this this is ridiculous so Mm -hmm. things had to change and took me a little maybe like 10 years to become finally me vegan so So you have the salsa dance of health one step forward one step back (laughs) (laughs) absolutely sometimes one jump back right it's it's a journey for sure absolutely so your vegan journey started because of ayahuasca right yes and and me having that that particular instance in in my journey and, and it just um I came home that weekend and I told my my spouse, hey, I'm never going to eat another animal again. Wow. You can eat animals if you want, but I will not. Mm-hmm. And she is a trooper. And she's like, okay, cool. I'm wow. in. That's awesome. You got yourself a good partner then. I do. It's a true partnership. I do. Right? It really is. It really is. So yeah. how'd you guys meet? Talk a little bit about oh, your, your spouse. That's an interesting one. Yeah. I met my spouse. I, I caught a case. <laughs> yeah prison love I, oh, no yeah. this this <laughs> case was based on me um me and my brother helping some some women that i thought were latina but okay. they ended up being caucasian okay and we helped them out of a really bad situation where they were about to be jumped to okay. by the same group of girls mm. and we got them down to their car when they, everything was said and done uh, one of their drunk friends came up and started screaming at us. You know, she doesn't want you to get at her. Blah 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 blah. A big melee ensued. Some seven other people got involved and wow. jumped me and my brother for helping. For helping them, wow. yeah. And uh, and when it was all said and done, they lied on us and took three years of my life. I mean, wow. I was I was out on bail, but it took three years and two trials. Jeez. to get out of the Santa Clara County judicial system. Yeah. And, the, and once you get in there, they'll try to keep they're, you They're there. trying to get you on anything. And yeah. when it was all said and done, our lawyers were shocked. The The judge was shocked that we were acquitted on all charges. Wow, that's because awesome. Because it was all trumped up. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. ridiculous. No pun intended. None. But, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, you know, you got you got two guys coming from stellar backgrounds, and, and I've been working with kids as well. And when right. I was in high school, I was a peer counselor, and I did a lot of work with the community. And they tried to paint us as these people that just kind of were just wild and yeah. just, you know, catcalling and all this craziness. Mm-hmm. So long story short... I went in to pay my retainer for my lawyer, mm-hmm. and my cousin was the lawyer's uh, paralegal. And I look over at the screen, and it's my cousin, this other girl, and my now wife. Yeah. And I saw her, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Excuse my language. Who, okay. is, who is that? And how can I meet her? That's mm-hmm. awesome. And she set it up like within a week. We met on Memorial Day weekend and we spent the whole weekend together just talking and getting to know each other. And that was really the first time that I, I mean, you know, I came, we, we did what we did. And I grew up on rap music, so it was what it was. You know, right, I was like, right. we're going to get it in and it's going to be, you know, another one next week or something. But it was really a deep connection and it went on from then. And it was, it's been great. We've had ups and downs, but it's been great. How long has awesome. it been? 12 years oh my goodness wow congratulations thank you thank you did you ever feel that way with other women or that was the first time i was like wow i gotta meet her 
Um, I can't. I did. I did. Um, you know, there's there's such a thing called lust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Just <laughs> it is what it is. It's human I've nature. heard of that, but yes. I'm not sure. Yes. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But she's uh, she's stunning. She is absolutely stunning. So mm-hmm. it, it started off as like a, a lustful thought. Right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God. God. Well, I don't think anything starts off like, man, she's got an amazing personality. Yeah. You know I mean? Her, she's, <laughs> the way she says hello yeah. really got me going. Yeah. She's, she seems like an amazing human being. No, yes. I don't think it starts like right, that. Right, right. But, you know, it, yeah. it is what it is. And, and, and But once I got to know her, it was really just, it was a no-brainer. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. we've been together for about 12 years. And, wow, and congratulations. We have, yeah, we have three boys together. Wow, three boys. Well, yeah, well, I have a boy from a previous relationship. Ah. And she has a, a boy from a previous relationship. And then there's one boy together. And then we have one together. Yeah, the That's little, pretty the cool. Guy. Yeah, wow. we're blended and, and it works. You yeah. know? So how old are his older brothers? How much, how much far apart are they? 15, 14, and we got four. Oh wow! Aww. So it's a big window. Well, at least yeah. he's kind of like got big older brothers to he look does. up to. Yeah. Right? He does, yes. Does and he look up to them a lot? He does, and they're really patient with him because okay. he's a wild one. He's oh, like really? he's <laughs> like both of them times ten <laughs> oh, together. Yeah, yeah, he's wild man. <laughs> so, but they're really really calm with him, and and it, that is also um, their calmness with him has helped me to reflect on my own calmness mm-hmm. in general mm-hmm. in a lot of situations with them outside of home. Mm-hmm. Just I reflect on them because they're a mirror of me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and thinking about certain times where they were calm, it like okay, all yeah. right, let's let's step back and let's not take on these old feelings. Yeah, you know that's cool that you can learn from your own children. That's wonderful, man. Yeah, that they means you raise some pretty too, good kids. Brother. Yeah, I'm trying, man. Yeah, you know, we yeah. do what we can. You know, uh, I don't have any kids. I want kids, right? But mm-hmm. um, I remember when I was young, my father taught me a very valuable lesson because um, my dad was my hero, right? Mm-hmm. And and um, I remember I was like 13 and I was like, dad, I'm just like you, right? And he's like, no. And I was like, no. He's like, I don't want you to be just like me. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? He's like, I want you to be better than me. He's like, because if you're just like me, I failed as a father. And I was like, yes, sir. boom, like mind blown, right? Mm-hmm. So it looks like you're doing a good job because you're actually learning from them. I'm telling you, man, it's a wonderful life. Yeah. We live. It's it's wonderful. And children in general, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. we can learn so much from just being around kids and, yeah. and getting back to that playful child heart. 100%. Because this is something that we all have, but we forget because of what? The outside influences. Right. The mm-hmm. Vegas of this world. Yeah. You know, we. it's not just Vegas. It's everything we do. It's the TV programming we watch, mm-hmm. you know, that, that puts us in a particular corral. Mm-hmm. That's why they call it programming. Exactly. Right. And I won't be programmed anymore. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's why like following your bliss to me is being youthful. Yes. And energetic. Yes. And you having know? fun in everything you do. Yeah. And it, I, I realize, like, you know, I want to feel good and do the things that I'm passionate about. Yeah. That's the same feeling of me when I was a kid. I was just playing with friends, exploring, going to different places. Mm-hmm. Everything was so brand new and completely yes. present. And I just wanted to go back to that. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, wow. You know, I can go back to that. And Absolutely. anyone can go back to that. Yes. You can access that. So, Yeah, I have a very powerful mentor who said, um, have you ever seen a two-year-old be afraid? Think nope. small? Nope. No. When we're two, I want to own the world. I'm Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, and they all love each other and communicate. There's no racism. Nope. They're, all, they're like just all one. But we say we're all born happy and good but we're just messed up by the weird humans in our lives right yep and i appreciate what you do and what a lot of healers do because i think what it's kind of doing is it sheds off all the layers that have been dumped on us Mm -hmm. right so that we kind of hopefully go back to our true self you know uh and uh and we're able to be who we truly are right uh, outside, uh, away from the influence and all that right. and it's funny the um the uh casino analogy you said because mm. the casinos were like the first cell phones of the world absolutely mm. like overstimulation mm-hmm. like literally it is over like you just know the 100%. minute you open those doors and you walk in you get hit with a cloud of smoke there's like noises and ringing and bells and like you said half naked women everywhere mm. i mean it's just like stimulation like Overkill. overload yeah mm-hmm. And and then it allows you to be easily swayed or, or controlled. Very right. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's cool. So you got three boys. Three boys. Um, I mean, 
I heard kids are a blessing, but I mean, what's it like being a, a father of three boys? God bless man. It, it's it's wonderful. It's yeah. wonderful. Um, you know, my wife still wants a girl, but I'm like, uh, <laughs> we're kind of uh, we got a four year old who's uh, like a, he's like both of his brothers together. I don't know if I'm ready for all oh, that. Shoot, you know? Yeah, but um, it it's really it's kept me youthful. It's it's definitely brought me back to that that point where I'm able to see the beauty and look through a child's eyes, look through my child's eyes wow. at anything, yeah. at anything. I look at plants. I look at a leaf on a tree totally different because I understand that that leaf has a purpose within the grand scheme of things. And we all do. We're all leaves kind of blowing in this universal yeah. wind. So as long as we know that our purpose um, means something, that we that we mean something, mm -hmm. we matter, yeah outside of mattering for a corporation or mattering for um, the guy that provides the, the money for right. the food and yada yada like there's more to life than that mm -hmm. yeah and that's a hard thing to let go sometimes because it um, is you know i had a father who was like driven leader super successful mm. and that was kind of planted in me and you know i spent last 10 years in an organization of millionaires and super driven people and uh, nothing wrong with that, but I, I feel like there's also somewhat of a disconnect sometimes too, because there's that always, you're never satisfied. Like you're never happy. Nope. Like it's always like the next goal, the next achievement, the next, and there's nothing wrong with achievement. Don't get me wrong. There's right. nothing wrong with money. There's nothing wrong with achievement, but I think you have to kind of have a healthy relationship with, with, with it all, you know, mm -hmm. like I was talking to, to Jenny, you know, yesterday, mm -hmm. And I know Waldo talks about this and uh, shout out to Jenny and Waldo, right? Especially when you get into that whole spiritual realm, mm -hmm. like there has to be a balance. You can't just Absolutely. completely leave the world. You, you can't. can't just completely be like, oh, I'm a spiritual love art being and the world's going to slap you around and run all over you, right? Mm -hmm. There has to be a balance, right? Absolutely. Can you talk about that? Because that's my biggest struggle, I think, with spirit spiritualness. And I'll be honest with everybody here. I feel like I get weaker when I get more closer, you know? And I'm like, I don't want to be weak. I don't want to lose my drive. I don't want to lose that wanting to be achieved. Right. I'm, it's probably a big lie, right? But how how do you manage the whole being of the earth, being of the spirit, being of the nature without, you know, without kind of like losing yourself or, or not, not making breakthroughs? So um, as far as feeling weaker, um, you have to ask yourself, all of us need to ask ourselves what is this achievement that we seek why do we want this achievement and is this really going to create a better path or a better life for me mm -hmm. biggie yeah biggie smalls he's my favorite rapper by the way is he i yeah. love it i love it i, I know it's the whole biggie. west coast tupac we're west coast but i'm sorry biggie i was always i was always rapping yeah, biggie yeah. bro yeah. i way, love tupac yeah. too but you know west yeah. side leave it in the coast. comments biggie or tupac yeah. hey, I, hey, I love right? them both yeah we love absolutely. them both right. absolutely but you know biggie said more money more problems right you know and that goes for a lot of physical things that we want that we feel like having these physical things is that is like the the culmination of your achievement mm -hmm. why right why is that the culmination of your achievement is it because we live in a capitalist society sure that's that that is what it is but that's also that's also a societal norm right. so if we live our lives by the societal norms and we know that these physical things that we have don't make or break us mm -hmm. Why would we put so much energy and time and effort into having these things? Right. So how do you find the balance? Because there is a balance, right? There is. Mm -hmm. Between the spiritual world, yes. the matrix or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> yes. right? Yes, yes. And, uh, you know, and just having enough to, to be okay, right? Yeah. Because for me, it's not about money or, or material things. It's about freedom yes. and Absolutely. opportunity. Absolutely. Because you can say money's not important, but... You know, money doesn't make you happy. It does not. If you're miserable, you'll be a hundred times more miserable. Right. But if you're happy, you'll be a hundred times more happy. Right? Absolutely. Um, but it's about freedom and options, right? Yes. And understanding what society I live in. Right. If I was in a socialist country, 
I could probably be a waiter and have a good life, have a yeah. house and all that kind of stuff. But I don't. I live in the Bay Area. I live in the Bay United area. States of America, right? Mm. The Bay Area. I like that. You guys heard it here. It's called the Pay Area. Okay. So, but how do you balance that? How do you balance the spiritual world, the regular world, and all that? Uh, I do a lot of meditation. Okay. Um, gratitude is number one in my life. Okay. So, gratitude. Yes. I am. I slide off of my bed every morning. And I'm on the ground thanking the creator, thanking the universe that I was able to see one more day before I even do anything, before I even use the restroom. That's powerful. I'm being grateful. Mm-hmm. And the gratitude goes a long way. It goes, it goes for everything. Mm-hmm. I start my day off with gratitude. Everything else is a plus. Right. Everything, even the bad stuff. Even when somebody cuts me off, flips me off, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, gets crazy with me, I'm just like, yeah, have a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every day gets better. I yeah. love that. One thing I want to share with you guys I started doing lately, it just came to me, like mm. in my intuition. I started saying gracias as soon as I wake up. Yes. Gracias. Like I just Gratitude say, I'm in Spanish. bed saying yeah. gracias. Absolutely. Because you say it so much in the ceremonies. I was like, I'm going to start doing that in, in, yes. at home too. Absolutely. I don't want to just do it while we're in the mountains, but I want to do it every single day. Mm-hmm. And I think that helped me a lot with my vibration and stuff too. I yeah. love it. So. I love it. And it's and it's everything. It's, yeah. It's really everything. It, it can bring your understanding of everything around you to a better light where yeah. you can actually see, okay, you're, I'm able to see what what opportunities I have that are, that are going to be lucrative and keep me where I need to be because I live in Los Gatos. Yeah. 100%. So, That's even more expensive than where I live. No, I'm telling you. Yeah, it ain't yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I'm, I'm able to see the schematic and able to see the path a lot clearer with that beginning of gratitude every single morning. Yeah. I'm able to pick and choose what I want in my life. And this show me walkabouts, it was a no-brainer. Thank you for tuning in. That was the end of part one. Part two comes out next Monday, 9 a.m. Please stay tuned. Make sure you like and subscribe to our channel and hit that notification bell so that YouTube will let you know when the next one comes out.